Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, September 29th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Jaya Joyce. Here's What's What in the City. The state of New York is lending a helping hand to those affected by Hurricane Ian in Florida. The Category 4 storm is flooding streets and buildings, leaving millions without power. New York Governor Hochul says that service members from the New York Army National Guard will go to Florida to help with airlift support. The governor says New York will always help our neighbors in a time of need. And for anyone concerned about travel to the southern state, Tampa International Airport says they hope to have an update later today about reopening plans. New legislation to ban discrimination against tattoos will be presented to the New York City Council this week. Council member Sean Abreu is advocating for this bill in response to tattoo stigma. This has reportedly made it difficult for some New Yorkers to access services, including jobs and housing facilities. However, tattoos with hate speech or racism are not protected by the bill. In the workplace, employers will still be allowed to require employees to cover their tattoos if necessary. The MTA system is partnering with Aladoro Italian sandwich shop locations across the city. They're bringing New Yorkers a new limited edition sandwich to commemorate the first subway line established in New York. It's called 1904, and its name is based on the year that the staple line of transit began. The sandwich comes with pastrami, provolone, and slaw on a sourdough roll. The 1904 is available until the end of October, so don't miss out. Speaking of New York staples, today is National Coffee Day. That's right, Leah, and coffee shops across the city are celebrating with various deals and discounts. In the music world, Lizzo became part of history after a special performance during her concert on Tuesday. She's the first person to ever play former President James Madison's 200-year-old crystal flute. The flute was handcrafted for Madison by a Frenchman in 1813 to celebrate his second inauguration. As a classical flute player herself, this must have made Lizzo feel on top of the world. And now let's turn the sports with WFUV's Colin Loughran. So I heard Aaron Judge had a historic night in the six. Aaron Judge had quite the night. The big man clubbed his 61st home run of the season during the Yanks' 8-3 road win over the Toronto Blue Jays. The bomb left the park in the seventh inning and makes Judge the co-owner of both the Yankees and American League's single-season home run records. He now joins Roger Maris, who initially set both marks in 1961 when he slugged 61 long balls. Judge will look to make the title his own Friday night as the Yankees return for the final regular season homestand of the year against the Baltimore Orioles. Do we have the latest on the Mets? Well, things have been contentious between the New York Mets and Atlanta Braves. The NL East is only New York's by a game. The Braves lost last night to the Washington Nationals, and Eduardo Escobar played hero for the Mets in a 5-4 walk-off W against the Miami Marlins. Back in June, Escobar told the media he wanted to give fans a reason to cheer. I think it's fair to say his 5-RBI night has done the trick. The Amazons are now headed to the ATL for a key showdown with the Braves. And what's the situation for Zach Wilson? On the gridiron, New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson has been medically cleared to start Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It will be the sophomore's first start of the year since going down with a knee injury in the preseason opener. With WFUV Sports, I'm Colin Loughran. Thanks, Colin. Every Thursday for five weeks this fall, WFUV will be hosting the Little Series, where we will explore different communities in New York. 
This week, we're traveling to Woodlawn and Yonkers, which are home to New York's Little Ireland. WFUV's Isabel Danzis went to visit some of the area's Irish attractions. Katona and McLean Avenue make up New York's Little Ireland. Despite one of them being in Woodlawn Heights in the Bronx and the other in Yonkers, Irish flags hang proudly on both streets. Irish attractions make the area special. Irish butchers, gift shops, pubs, grocery stores, and more scatter the area. And this is not new. There has always been a strong Irish presence in the area. Murdoch Hegarty is the owner of the Irish coffee shop on McLean Avenue. He says the coffee shop is Irish because of the products that it offers. Well, we do breakfast, lunch, and dinner here. So we serve like all Irish products. We have like everything that you get at home. We have Club Orange, LucasAid, things that Irish people love. We make our own bacon here, which is very popular in Ireland. So we do bacon and cabbage. Places like the Irish coffee shop are important for immigrants in New York to create a sense of familiarity. Peter Cardi is a manager at Rambling House, an Irish pub on Katona Avenue. And Cardi agrees with Hegarty. The area's Irish reputation precedes itself. Immigrants find comfort in knowing that they will find a small slice of home there. Um, so it's important that there's, you know, a place in the city for each culture. Uh, I think specifically for the Irish, the Irish have a long history of coming to New York, uh, working in construction and hospitality. Rambling House is one of the Irish pubs in the area. Cardi's father, Joe, opened up the bar 20 years ago with his partner. The pub is a place where people can enjoy traditional Irish food and music. We do live Irish music every week. Um, it's a big part of the culture and a big thing that we like supporting here. And just all the young musicians coming out from Ireland, like having a place for them to play. Irish music is a big part of the culture and a big part of Little Ireland. Music and Irish dancing is an integral part of Irish culture, especially here in America, you know, so you don't lose grasp of your roots and lose grasp of your identity. And I even find that Irish people themselves, a lot of the Irish kids that come out here, they wouldn't even have been that big of a fan of Irish music in Ireland. But when they come here, they kind of yearn for that sense of home, so they get into it more here than they were ever at home. That's Seamus Keane. He's the lead singer of the Irish band, The Narrowbacks. He also owns Keane's Bar, another Irish pub on Katona Avenue. The Narrowbacks have played all across the neighborhood, as well as the country. Even though food and music are important to keeping the Irish culture alive in the area, so are cultural centers, like the Ashling Irish Community and Cultural Center. It's down the street from the Irish coffee shop on McLean Avenue. For Alish Keneally, the cultural development officer of the Ashling Center, the center acts as a place for people to come together. The Ashling Irish Center is very much an inclusive and kind of a safe space for a lot of people. We have a lot of services and classes and programs and stuff that we facilitate and we host, but it's pretty much just an open door and people can walk in. We have a lot of stuff to do with Irish culture, but we also welcome any other nationalities and cultures as well. The center has many services for the community. They have programs for the elderly, they give a space to a local Irish dancing school, and they host classes for people to learn the Irish language. I obviously moved from Ireland, but we definitely do cater to like Irish Americans and like people who've maybe had one grandparent from Ireland. So I do think it helps like people like that, like feel like they know where they came from. They know a little bit more about what their family's experience would have been like in Ireland. 
and very much just trying to link the two cultures because there is there is definitely a different culture for Irish Americans point of view. They have a lot to offer us too. We have a lot to learn from each other. Woodlong and Yonker serve as important hubs for Irish culture. It is a special place for Irish and Irish Americans to feel connected to their culture in a unique way. Here's Seamus Keane again. The importance of it is really proven through when people move away and then they come back um, because they're not finding, you know, the suburbs are a little bit diluted versions of the culture, you know. Um, I guess it's when everybody assimilates into being American, but they can always come back to the Bronx. They can always come back to Katona Avenue. Little Ireland is a place where people can come together through music, food, and community. I'm Isabel Danzas, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Isabel Danzas talking about Little Ireland and what it has to offer. And that's our show for today. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.